0: Ladies and gentlemen, Comedy Roundtable.
1: These are great questions. God, you're asking a comedian a math question. Really good question. Thank you. Damn it.
2: This is so much fun, you guys.
1: Ooh, that is a good question.
3: And that lightning round was so fun. That's a really good question. Comedy fans, conversation enthusiasts, it is a brand new episode of the Comedy Roundtable. Pull up a chair, settle in. We have a great conversation for you this episode. Let's get this party started. Jamie Bendel, Jamie Hernan, Adam.
1: Hey! Oh, double down. You get me in on the game. I appreciate that. Usually you're so negative about him giving me the big intro. I just figured people deserve to hear it in stereo. I didn't even know that our podcast was available in stereo. Yeah, it is actually.
3: And actually, if you click the SAP button, it's available in Spanish. We have saved a chair for you, our listener. And we've also saved a chair here at the roundtable for our guest this evening, Caroline Ray.
2: When will Jada Pinkett arrive? This is the only roundtable that I will do.
3: <laughs> she shall be here shortly.
2: Why would anyone go in that chair? I'd be terrified.
3: Yeah. Are there shows that you've been on where you've been intimidated by the host?
2: Just you, Jamie. That would be it. <laughs> just you. Oh, yet.
3: that is so I remember fictitious. being on
2: Roseanne's show. We both got hysterical. Like, we got the giggles. Yeah. Because she didn't know what to ask me. She wasn't reading anything that was prepared. She was. I was just like, A the other person like whose talk show I killed was, I didn't kill him, but I was on Magic Jan- Magic Johnson's last show. The very, oh, last. The the very show. last show. They were literally yeah. were trolling guests and I worked at Paramount and they're like, "Carolyn, will you do the show? We'll do the show. I'm like, okay, I'll do the show. And then I knew it wasn't going super well because he looked and it was like, he was several weeks in he's like, which one is my camera? I was like, oh, okay, no. all right, bad sign, bad sign. <laughs> we're literally in a diner. I'm at the point in my career will work for pie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's got the greatest dessert menu. The menu's like 13 pages long. Yeah. It's got all kinds it of like... it's got
2: pictures. It's got everything from menu, like lamb chops... I, I like menus to with like, pictures. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't that say something? You don't go to a fancy restaurant and they have pictures. I like the pictures. That's <laughs> for the
0: people who come in drunk at three in the morning. They're like, I can't read it, but I think I want that. Yeah, Anything that gives you like true. Margaritaville shrimp and
3: lamb chops on the same menu, you're like, okay, we're getting extensive here.
2: I would like Jimmy Buffett <laughs> and Andrea Bocelli <laughs> to sing a duet. I should have the both. That's what it is.
3: <laughs> My feeling is that the... Truth in advertising, probably for profile picks and menu picks, is about the same. They use the that same is filter very funny. of right <laughs> non-reality. All right. Well, we are here at the round table in the corner of the landmark diner, Punchline Comedy Club, and between shows,
2: the fifteen shows that Jamie books you on. By the way, the next time I'm here, I'd
3: like to do one, three, and five.
2: No. Okay, one, three, that's where five. we are. Yeah, okay.
3: She's like, "Get back to work." Jamie, the ten o'clock yeah.
2: show. Who does that?
3: Jamie's like, Get "Back to work.
1: Back to work."
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the first show was great. Great, uh, good audience. A great the show's audience. hot. The material's new. Like, it's all good stuff. So we're going to do this really quick because you have to get on back on stage for the 10 o'clock show. I take and it maybe... this isn't live. No, 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 no. Okay, good. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. All right, so we have three subjects. Okay. Of which you will only utilize two.
1: Yes, one will die forever.
3: One will not okay. be utilized. Your subject choices are summer camp underdogs, mm. or good sports. Well, I get to... You just pick one. Oh, summer camp. Summer camp, starting with Adam.
1: Okay, so I attended summer camp as a kid, and my fondest memory of summer camp was the first girl I ever kissed was at summer camp. Do you remember the first guy you ever kissed? Of course I do. And what's what was the story there?
2: I, I can't. I, I still haven't worked through it in therapy. I hate oh, him really? so much, so I can't. <laughs> you, you, this is like triggered... I, want to, I, I want to vomit when I think of him.
3: Oh, no. Jada Pink, Jada <laughs> he Pink was a Pink really horrible jerk. Yeah.
2: But I loved summer camp.
1: Okay. Did you ever kiss a boy at summer camp?
2: Uh, I, of course I did. Not only did I kiss a boy at summer camp, but the first boy that I ever loved, David Lister. Oh. Who we used to play tetherball together at tennis camp. By the way, what? if I didn't go to tennis camp, I wouldn't be an actress because I was in love with my drama counselor.
3: Oh. Summer okay. camp drama counselor. i got to tell
2: you something. Here's the weird thing that happened in my life in the last few years. I meet everyone from my past. In the last three years, I have met three men, and they're all Libras. Two born the same day. One I hadn't seen in 45 years, one I hadn't seen in 25 years, and one I hadn't seen in 20 years, which just proves that when a man says, I will call you back, he means within his lifetime. (laughs) (laughs) There's never like, don't hold out for the weekend. Like. So okay. You had a tetherball my, tournament? Yeah, it was a tetherball tournament. So I was at no. a restaurant, and I went with my best friend <laughs> and we went to Pestis in New York, and it was like really yeah. late, and we shouldn't have been going. And it was like 10 o'clock at night, and we went with Craig Bierko and my friend Jennifer. Yeah. And Jennifer and I got there first, and she looked over at this woman, and she goes, oh, my God, I think that's my college roommate, but it can't be because she has her hair the exact same way. And she wore it when we were God. in college. I go, Jen, we have our, we look exactly, we have the same <laughs> hairdo, <all> the same, <laughs> same yeah. lipstick I've been wearing since I was 11, Silver City Pink. We all do. We're just older teenagers, <laughs> right. right? So then we walk over and she sees her, right? Yep. And then as we're at the table, I go, you know what? I've been in this restaurant three times. Every time I'm at this restaurant, I see Gwyneth Paltrow. Chris Martin turns around and goes, well, this will be a fourth time. And I see Gwyneth. And I'm like, okay, this is who oh, I know ever so vaguely. And so we chat. And then we have dinner, and the entire night, Craig Bierko is convinced that these girls are staring at him. But I, having been on Sabrina, am a chick magnet. Right. So I know that these young girls are staring at me and not him, but he's convinced. So instead of walking out the restaurant this way, we go around and we pass these girls. Yes. And they are he's like, can we please pass them? They've been making eye contact with me. And I'm like, oh,
3: this is going to be a bad one. Yeah, this is not going to work this out. This going to be embarrassing way. for you. And then I walk okay, around broco. the corner
2: and they're like, "They go, oh my God, we want Hilda. We love our Hilda. Okay. And I go, yes. Yeah. So then now we're at the table where the college roommate was. And this guy says to me, Caroline. And I go, hi. I just thought. This okay. is not fat-headed, but at the time I had a talk show... Uh, yeah. People uh, know no, your no, name. People know you, yeah. People know your well, name. and so yeah. uh, Especially in New York, so I go, Caroline. I would and I go, say
1: Caroline if I saw you someplace. Right. Yeah. and I go,
2: hi. Like, yeah. it wouldn't be a weird thing. So he goes, he goes Caroline, David Lister, and I go, David Lister, <laughs> Deerpath path lane, Weston, Mass, 02193, born Whoa. August 6th, 19- <laughs> 19... <laughs> and he's like this... Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then I wrote a pilot called called Plan B because my fiancé and I had broken up and then I met him and I was like well clearly I meant to marry him this right. was the timing clearly he wow. married an Austrian girl who could barely speak English and settle over about her baby all the time so the baby loves the boobies so he settled so, um, he settled
1: for somebody else yeah he settled yeah obviously anyway did you say Western Mass him. yeah is that where you grew up
2: no that's where he grew up yeah, okay David Lister. I, I, grew, uh, yeah. I lived
1: in Wayland Mass for a while
2: Dear Path Lane. It
3: yeah. your social security number. We lived yeah. on Boston Post Road mm. in Whalen. In, in Different town. Whalen Weston. Well, they were right next to each other. So close. Yes. Very fast, Just like
1: right <laughs> west to each other. It All was right.
2: so great. Until I had my daughter, the happiest time of my life was summer camp.
1: Oh. I went for seven years. Nice. Yeah, summer you, camp you is amazing. A thing? Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. I was a counselor. I was a yeah, I loved it. Yeah.
0: So let's pretend that you are teaching drama at a summer camp in upstate New York.
2: Which I have done.
0: We are your campers. Okay. the four of us need to act out a scene. Okay. So give us each a character, a scene, a little direction, and let's make some magic.
2: Summer camp. Okay, do we have to have a play in mind? Because I had to write a play, literally type it into the typewriter from my brain. Because when I said I was going to pick up the scripts, so I was actually
3: Writing this, making yeah. out with Richard Stevenson oh, yeah. for
2: three days. And then oh. had to come back and literally <laughs> wrote a script into the typewriter. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Okay, so are you going to do the scene or how am I going to direct yeah, it? Yeah,
3: we're going to do this right you know, now. Give us each a character,
2: Okay, including you. All right. I'm Dorothy. Okay. All right. You're the scaredy cat lion.
3: Right. Okay. That makes sense.
2: You're the tin man.
3: Checks out. And
2: you're the scarecrow. Okay. Okay. It's that scene when I'm leaving. I'm like, well, I'm going to miss all of you so much. Why will you miss me? Don't
1: go. I'll oh, miss wow. you, Dorothy. Don't, don't, oh, God. Don't, wow. <laughs> wow.
2: Needy, <laughs> needy, needy.
1: Don't so go. Dang. I don't care if you leave.
2: Yeah, all right. <laughs> that, that's the only one I believed. Out of the three of you, that's the only one I believed acting-wise. Yeah, just I, 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 I don't care if you go.
3: First of yeah. all, this is summer camp. I was camp, never that I'm getting in the car, probably a Volvo station wagon, and I'm being told that was amazing. Right.
1: You were amazing. <laughs> the part where you so, told Dorothy to snap her and so, you said, please don't leave Dorothy. So you were just, so good.
3: <laughs> let's just make sure that we're all on the same page here. Okay,
1: I have okay. something
2: completely unrelated, but related. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this is a girl-man question. Can I just do that? Sure, of course. Okay. I <laughs> I um, was sent flowers and chocolates because okay. in, in 1950.
1: Because
2: right. uh, I, I went to a concert with a friend of mine. Yeah. Okay. And, he, and then he stayed at the house for like two days in the guest house. And he sent flowers and chocolates. Nice. And he loves my dog, Stella. Okay. And I wrote back as Stella. I said, thank you. I just want to tell you you're a dreamboat and I'm in love with you, but I'm delirious because of the chocolate, which apparently you didn't know is poisonous. To dogs. (laughs) To to dogs. And I said, this reminds me of Romeo and Juliet, which I have eaten many copies of because she's a dog. (laughs) Right. And, but mummy was upset because it reminded of her that when she was in college, she had to play the nurse, even though she was only 20 (laughs) because the nurse is the equivalent, Shakespearean equivalent of the sitcom neighbor. Right. Right. Which it is. Yeah. Right. Or the court jester, whatever, and then I said, "Yours forever." Well, at least six to eight hours, according to poison control. <laughs> Stella,
0: right? First of all, it's nice how much Stella okay. knows you.
2: He hearted it.
0: He that's hearted it?
3: it.
2: That's it. What? Yeah. No,
3: no volley back. No. He just no. hearted it. Yeah. He hearted it. Yeah. yeah that's not good. <laughs> who does that to a dog? You know what? That's you, know, <laughs> you stayed in my guest house hearts? for two days, and you First hearted of all, that shit. Can hey, you imagine a dog can I knows give you emojis? Something. What? Right? So Doug colourful. doesn't know emojis. Yeah. What does Doug? that even mean? Yeah, yeah. He right? hearted Give me it, a happy tale. and
2: I said because we had been talking about language, love languages. So I said, I just want you to know that I've changed what my love language is. Whatever mine, whatever the one that is most irritated by writing comedy and having it hearted. That's the. <laughs> that's my language. That's <laughs> what I hate. Was, yes. Yeah, I know. So, was that a very harsh response on no, my part?
1: No no, no. no. That was totally called for. 10
2: days later, Nothing. he has texted me saying, Hey, can we catch up this weekend and talk? And I'm like, Fuck no, we can't. Fuck no. <laughs> no,
0: just heart that. Heart it. <laughs> just heart, heart it. it. Be like, heart it back.
2: Loved it. What if I say, That's a heart no? God.
3: <laughs> oh. See? See? That's the pro. See? That's the pro. See? Love
1: return. juice, <laughs> return. Lob. That would have been fun. Yeah. All right.
3: My question about summer camp I never went to sleep over summer camp.
2: Oh, you just went to day camp? I
3: went to day camp. Not the same thing. Uh Yeah. We called
2: that, what was that um, camp called? I was just about to say that thing! I was just about to call it loser camp! Yes, exactly. Never take too long in your setup. I was the day camper.
3: And do you think that that just leaves me as a flawed adult?
2: It makes me feel one of two things. One, you had a problem and were worried about peeing in your sleeping bag.
1: Right. Homesickness. Parents <laughs> why, are really were really worried about only the homesickness in this day.
3: I just wasn't. I was wasn't overly interested in camp. But I think now as an adult, and I hear everybody tell oh. their camp stories. You're the
2: biggest adult camp counselor of anyone I know. Oh my god! Oh, Wouldn't would Jamie have been the shit? Oh my best? god! You are. You camp counseled your three girls through their yeah. entire childhood. You know that into that's adult life.
3: I, I camp compensated. That's you did. I was yeah. a. I had a. You camp I had a little, compensated. Oh, I overcompensated. As you can't cancel it <laughs> yeah. As an adult
2: I was going to say compensated. I need, My buzzer is broken <laughs> It's not I keep buzzing in And I'm like A second behind
3: You have a 10 o'clock show Coming up So we, we want to wrap question. This segment yes. Real quick uh, So we'll be back With more of the Comedy Roundtable Here at the Punchline Comedy Club In Atlanta Jamie, Jamie and Adam Our guest Caroline Ray
2: Welcome to They're Terrified and Tipsy.
3: My name is Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. Since we have very different feelings about scary movies, we decided to share our emotional struggles with you all. Yeah,
2: so grab a glass of
3: wine, your mm-hmm.
2: favorite couch blanket, and get comfy and enjoy the ride with us. You can find They're Terrified and Tipsy on Instagram and Twitter, plus all the podcast platforms. For links, head over to tipsypod.com. Cheers!
3: Cheers. Comedy Roundtable returns our guest, the very talented Ms. Caroline Ray. You know, I've uh, here- always
2: thought of you as Johnny Carson and just hearing your voice now doing this, this is what you're meant to be doing.
3: Right? Yes. All right. So we are here. We're between shows, Punchline Comedy Club in Atlanta. Back out on the road doing a bunch of gigs.
2: Doing a bunch of gigs. I'm doing a special, so I've been out there. Writing new material.
3: Working on new material, See, doing all the stuff. It was new, right? You yeah. heard new. No, it was great. That's, always entertaining. You know what?
2: Always, always so
3: needy. Ugh. No, right? Did you like it was the joke? Did you like the joke? Yeah. Please tell me. Yeah.
2: Please tell me. Yeah. I forgot for a little while in there during COVID. I thought, oh God, we're done. Like, we're, we're not going to, I'm not going to get to do this. And what you, I don't know if you feel this as a comedian, but for me, it is seriously how I process my life. It is like- Absolutely. Must talk to people and know that we're all feeling the same thing. Right. It is our connection and what we have in common that makes it interesting. Absolutely. Right. It's That's actually great. beautiful. Yeah. So it was very depressing to me. Yeah. And I got very depressed during COVID, like thinking, oh God, we're never going to do this again. And then I was so afraid of it. And then when I finally got COVID and I was okay, I ran to the stage and I have not gotten off it since then. Yeah, are the in the clear, people. It's back.
3: Yeah. Well, and it's back Mama's in the place back. where you belong.
2: Right? It's of all the things I get to do, this is the one where I'm like completely happiest doing.
3: Oh, that's awesome. Your remaining subjects to choose from are either underdogs or good sports. I guess
2: underdogs.
3: Underdogs starting. Where
2: when I grew up it was pronounced Canadians we're always the <laughs> underdogs. Always
3: the underdogs. I
2: thought bronze was the highest you could get at the Olympics when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea.
3: You were bronze or you didn't get anything? Yeah,
2: I felt so bad for the mean, silver and gold. Middle. I was like, oh, you got yeah. a silver? Bronze is so much better. Okay, underdogs, I have a question for you. If that's my topic. Yes, ma'am. Underdogs. You're all. Did you fucking call me ma'am? And I am oh, probably the same, same age as you. As you. Yes. Oh, my
1: God. It was yes,
3: ma'am. It was I just
2: wanted to have the tear. same age as
1: you, Fireback. Oh,
2: yes, ma'am. Ma'am. Which, as I've always said, it's Southern for no longer we hot. Close. We cannot say that we ever. We are closing age. Okay, listen. So, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Underdogs. You're lawyers. You're obviously very smart, focused individuals that you were able to get through law school. That's not easy. And then you went to article or whatever they call it here in this country. What do you call that when That's you're...
1: The bar. The st- state bar, yeah. yeah. No, you pass the bar, but yeah. when you work for
2: the articling, it's what they call it in Canada. Interning. Inter- it's interning, like interning. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I know this answer with Jamie because he actually is first and foremost a comedian. But, like, you're the underdogs. You're. You, uh, did you just want to be comics? Like, what are you doing with, like, a podcast with funny people? Did you want to be a lawyer or did you feel obligated to become one?
1: I just like talking to funny people.
2: You know what? That's a bad answer. What sign are you? You're a Taurus. What are you?
1: That's so funny. What sign are you?
3: What sign are you? No, no, no. no. What Don't. sign are you? No, no. <laughs> Wait. What sign are I you? Hold this know. for Come the on. end. What sign Hold are this. you? Let's get through the question,
1: then I want to yeah, do this part. What sign are you? Let's do this. <laughs> what sign are you? You tell me first.
2: I said, are you a Taurus?
1: I'll I'll no, are what, you a well, Taurus? You
2: got a lawyer on me. <laughs> yeah, you're <right>. like, <laughs> legaling up. You tell me. You tell me. Do you know that I... I'll
1: show anyway. you my sign. <laughs> Objection, asked, and answered. Yeah, so I would tell you that... Oh, I know the astrological wizard, the witch over right. here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I
2: know. I got it right too many times today. But I want to know, like, you're obviously, this. This to me... If you've spent so much of your life, and that's a lot of discipline to get through to become mm. a lawyer, why are you doing this? You are the underdogs of comedy. Yeah, what my, are you
1: doing? Si- my sign doesn't support it. I'm I'm uh, I'm on like a February nineteenth, so I'm like an Aquarius Pisces cusp.
2: Are you really? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's Does the most interesting right? thing you've said tonight. <laughs> and-, <laughs> and what about you? Libra. Oh, you're a Libra. Yes. So a Gemini, a Libra, and you're kind of an Aquarius, but you're really more of a Pisces.
1: I'm like that day that it switches based on what newspaper I pull up. Yeah.
2: But then you'd all be, be air signs. Okay, so what is the deal? Are you not fulfilled as lawyers? No. What's your sign? No. I'm an Aries. Oh, okay. Aquarius rising Taurus moon. Gemini oh. Venus.
1: Three fixed planets in Virgo. What do you need to know? Are we supposed to get along? Aries and Aquarius and Pisces? Yes, very much. Oh, good, because it very seems much. to be happening.
2: <laughs> I'm so glad you let me know. <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't have known. No, that's why I had to let
3: you know. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have had any appreciation of that. All right, underdogs. Come on. Adam, let's go.
1: All right, underdogs. So, do you like hot dogs?
2: Um, I... I love hot dogs and I have happy memories of them.
1: So I like to put my condiments under the hot dog in the bun. So I'll actually do condiment first and then hot dog on top of it.
2: Okay. And what are your condiments of choice?
1: So I go full Chicago dog.
2: Okay. Which is?
1: Which is I go tomatoes. I go relish. I go a, a pickle spear. Wow. I go chopped onions. I go a mustard on the un, underneath it's mustard and then a little um celery salt. Is your hot dog still in the bun? Right.
2: I was like your hot dog is yeah. four feet about how above deep is the air? bun? How no, deep is deep your bun? Looks, your
1: bun. It's a it looks like a salad kind of thing on top of a hot dog.
3: Our
2: bun
1: you know is it looks like it
3: looks like uh, uh, it looks like a uh, bald man with just the uh, top. Yeah, kind exposed of. Exposed. Yeah, Jamie.
2: Wow. There's a million different <laughs> other dirtier ways of saying that. I'm glad you hey, don't with that one.
0: Was there a question?
1: <laughs> no, yeah. it's just telling me about the condiments. No, I was asking what condiments you like. I'm a condiment on, on like? top, girl. What, what condiments do you like I, in your I'm dog?
2: Very standard. It has to be American mustard, not Dijon. I hate Dijon. It okay. ruins the entire life. So you like hot the dog. yellow mustard? I like the yellow mustard and the yellow cheese. It's so tacky. Okay. No ketchup, though. No, no. I don't want the cheese on the hot dog. I'm just saying, in terms of like generic coloring, I okay. like that. I have to have ketchup, relish, and mustard.
1: Okay. Perfect. That's a good dog. That's a good yeah, dog. That's it. Oh, that is a good dog. And we
2: call them Stimés in uh, Quebec. Stimé? Stimé. Stimé. Stimé is a hot dog. Merci. So what's the question? Just We're just, I we eat I was
0: our just talking I was talking to your dog. Oh, underdogs. 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 underdog, You're under the dog. Under yeah, the dog. I was talking to your we literal. All right, Jamie. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right, the U.S. men's national soccer team will take the field in, oh, ki- in, well,
2: go ahead. Yeah. in
0: Qatar in around 12 hours. As a heavy underdog against the Netherlands, despite taking a shot to the Netherlands in the match against Iran, Christian Pulisic is expected to play in the game. What is a time that you had to play injured, so to speak, in your comedy or acting career?
2: I was in my first professional play and a piano literally fell on me before I went on stage, like crushed my foot. And I was literally off stage and on stage and it was like nothing had happened. It wasn't like a piano falling from a second floor apartment? no, it was backstage. And it like fell on my foot. It, I, I'm, I'm sure if it had just happened and I didn't have to be somewhere, I would have been hospitalized. The pain was so enormous. I, I think it broke every single one of my toes. But I just went on stage. There's some weird thing that happens you that you're it. so present on stage. I also, right before my gymkhana at horseback riding camp, Cochise, <laughs> the world's oldest horse because I got to pick. Cochise. I got to pick first of all the horses. And I picked the oldest horse because I knew he would go the slowest. <laughs> While I was grooming him, he also stood on my foot. But I knew I was oh. going to get in trouble for being in the right place. So I was like, please get off my foot. Get <laughs> off
0: my foot. Oh, go Chief, get
2: off my foot. Go get, get, of get
0: off of my foot. He's hard of hearing. He can't get hear you. Heart. Good Jesus is like, I can't hear a woods, You're see. <laughs> was it the cane that gave it away that he was old? The cane.
2: you hear what that man said to me today at the store? Girl, you're still out here working? Yep. What am I, the world's oldest prostitute? Yeah. I go. What, you think I'm? An, I said. What do you think I'm going to do? Retire? I go. Would you like to pay for my daughter to go to college?
3: Right. All right. My question about underdogs: If you could only root for one,
2: if I could, yeah.
3: And you had to pick. Would you choose always to root for the underdog or always to root for the favorite?
2: Do you guys just play like Dungeons and Dragons for six
1: hours and then come up with questions? Totally. Totally. <laughs> This we had like, Mountain Dew in our parents' basement. Hi, yeah.
2: We are nerd men and we have bonded in a group. Of course, I choose the underdog.
1: Yeah, you All do. Right. High five choosing on
3: that. the underdogs, let's let this favorite excuse herself. All right, she's got to get back right. on stage Lovely for the 10 o'clock to show. Two Lovely. out
2: of the three of you. Now Maybe. you figure out who that was. Oh. Oh.
3: Thank you to our guest, Caroline Ray, this episode here of Comedy Roundtable, Punchline Comedy Club inside the Landmark Diner in Atlanta, Georgia. If you want to come watch us make this sausage live, you can find Caroline online at Caroline Ray for the number four reel on TikTok or Instagram or in a town near you. For Jamie, Jamie and Adam, put your chair back where you found it. We will see you next time here on the Comedy Roundtable.
0: Have you ever received a wrong email? Sure you have. We all have. But did your wrong email lead you on a two-year quest across England to a psychiatrist in Berlin and ultimately to a funeral? Mine did. I'm Rob Collins, and this is Square Peg. Hello, Frank.
1: Oh, hell you? You're dizzy,
0: A few years ago, I accidentally got sucked into the bizarre world of a vengeful, one-eyed British curmudgeon on a decades-long mission to get his brother thrown in jail.
3: And he actually used it like a dagger. He's
2: got away with it so far.
0: And things got weird.
3: What they wanted to do was really hurt him. They wanted to give him a good beating.
2: There's something mysterious about it I want to find out. Yes,
3: you can fit a square peg into a
1: round hole.
0: Podcast the newsletter said it was so riveting that they couldn't stop listening. Check out all eight episodes at squarepegpodcast.com or search for SquarePeg wherever you listen.